any other thoughts, Brother Blackie, before we start? I'm all right. Okay. Well. And I'm, I'm going to thank God for this morning service. And everything. Amen. We had a lot of moms at the point. Yes, we did. Today, so yes, we God did. I was thinking of that as I went by. Now, I only did the right side, but I stopped at every car <laughs> on the right-hand side. Yeah. A lot of moms. What a blessing. What a blessing. Uh, yes, absolutely. To honor, to honor that position. Amen. <clears throat> well, well, let's grab our Bibles. I want to talk to you about another unnamed woman in the Bible, another unnamed mother. This morning we talked about Noah's wife. And to be honest with you, before I'd ever sat down to study it out and try to get uh, a thought about that, I never really thought about Noah's wife at all. Um, never had. And tonight, now, I would say that this woman's probably been preached about a lot. I'm sorry, Genesis chapter uh, number 19. This woman's probably been preached about a lot. Um, Lot's wife. Uh, but you talk about two completely, totally different women. You have a woman... Um, this morning was Noah's wife, and Noah's wife, man, she was she was outstanding. There's no way, and I said it this morning, but there's no way those three children get on that ark if she's not a good mama. You know, if she's backbiting daddy and talking, you know, all that kind of stuff and disagreeing with daddy. She don't, they don't get on that ark. But then you come down here, and we we see Lot's wife. Now Lot's just to kind of give us a preface of the message because I, I don't have, we don't have a whole, I mean, we have all the time in the world, but um, without preaching a whole other sermon, Lot goes down to a place called Sodom and Gomorrah. And Sodom and Gomorrah is what you would, you would label as, as Sin City. Actually, that statement Sodom is the reason uh, homosexuality is called, uh, is called sodomy. Uh, that was taking place in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. What the Bible calls a sodomite is, is homosexuality. But that was taking place in Sodom and Gomorrah, sin city, wickedness. And Lot, who was with Abraham, a, a righteous man in his own right, but he goes down to a city in which is, is wicked. But, but God comes to him and tells Lot that the... He tells Lot that... Uh, that he's going to destroy the cities. He's going to destroy it with fire and brimstone. And and uh, I, I love I love to read the story as Abraham talks with God and says, God, if there's fifty, no, if there's forty five, forty and thirty and thirty five, if there's if there's righteous people, would you spare the city? And God said that He'll spare the city. And 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 uh, Abraham gets all the way down to ten righteous people. God said, I'll spare the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah if there's ten righteous people. Well, he goes down there and there's not 10 righteous people. So he says, Lot, get your family out of here. And when, when the angels come to Lot's house, this is how wicked the city was. When, they, when, Lot, when the angels came to Lot's house, there were men outside of the city trying to take the angels and be, uh, to be with them in an immoral way. And that, that's how wicked the city was. Well, God says, leave the city, Lot. That's the only way you're going to be saved. If you don't leave the city, you're going to be destroyed with the city of, in, in, uh, in Genesis chapter number 19. 
So here they are. They have a chance to leave. They have a chance to get out of that city. So let's read in verse number 12. And the man said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides, son-in-law, thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast? And the city bring them out of this place. Get out of here. Get out of here. Verse 13, for we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. We're gonna destroy these places. Uh, Lot, if you don't get out of here, you better get out of here. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons and laws which married his daughters and said unto, said, up, get you out of this place for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons and laws. Now, again, it's another sermon in of itself, but he lost his reputation. He lost his, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, uh, his character. When he went down to go talk to his sons, they didn't, son-in-laws, they didn't even believe him that he was saying that God was going to destroy the city. He completely, and they wouldn't go. Now, verse number 15, and when the morning, the angels left, then the angel hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, are here lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Lot, you've got to get out of here. And while he lingered, the men laid on his hand upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters and the Lord being merciful unto him, they brought him forth and sent him without the city. God was merciful to Lot that he allowed him to get out of that city because of the sin in which Lot was okay with. And verse number, uh, let's see, verse number 17. And it came to pass when they had brought forth abroad, and he said unto, he said, escape for thy life. Look, watch these words in this verse, in chapter number, verse number 17. Look not behind. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain except to the mountain, lest thou be God or the angel told Lot, if you turn around, you will be consumed. Get out of here and don't look back. The Bible says, and the Lord said, verse 18, the Lord said unto them, Oh, and Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold, now thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast showed unto me in saving my life. I cannot escape to the mountain lest some evil take me and I die. Behold, now this city is near to flee and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape thither. Is, is it not a little one? And, and my soul shall live. And, and he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this thing, so I will not overthrow this city uh, for, for the which thou hast spoken. Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou uh, become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor, and the sun risen upon the Lord when Lot entered to Zor. Now, verse 24. Then the Lord rained upon Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the, from the Lord uh, out of heaven. And he overthrew the cities. <coughs> <coughs> And the, all the plain and all the inhabitants of the cities and that which grew upon the ground. Watch this next verse, Lot's wife. But his 
wife. Looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. He said, in these verses, the angels told him that if you look back, you will be destroyed. Here he is, Lot's leaving the city. His two daughters are leaving the city and, and his wife, the mother of the children. And the Bible says that she looked back. My question is, I, you know, as I think about this, why would she look back? Why would she take a glimpse? I don't know if she was, you know, maybe missing the things of Sodom and Gomorrah. I can't imagine that being so. Maybe she was looking back to see if it really was going to happen. But ultimately, she completely disobeyed a command from the Lord. And when she turned back, God destroyed her. You say, why is that? Why? Well, what does that have to do with me? <clears throat> See, you have, again, we talked about Noah's wife this morning, Lot's wife tonight, but you have completely two different ideas to the command of God. Lot takes off running. He goes. He gets out of there. Was Lot in the wrong by being there? I believe he was. Was Lot in a terrible situation and sin? He was. But ultimately, Lot obeyed God when God told him to get out. But his wife didn't. For whatever reason, she didn't believe. She didn't agree with him. She didn't go along with it. She still had something back there that she was looking at. She did have children that she left behind. Yeah, I mean, we do know that. <clears throat> but Lot's wife was killed. Now, the Bible says in Luke chapter 17, the verse number 32, he says, remember Lot's wife. God, or Jesus Christ, is telling a story, and he's preaching and teaching about the kingdom of God. And he is telling them to remember Lot's wife. Now, don't you find it to be interesting that the Bible doesn't say, remember Job's wife or remember, remember this person's wife, remember Ruth, remember Naomi, remember, re remember Mary. Is that what it says? Remember Lot's wife. Why? Because she turned her back to the things of God. Then look back on something she shouldn't have been looking back at. You know, her eyes were to be focused on headed out. Because, and you know this as well as I do, the direction in which you walk, you need to be looking that direction. What happens if you don't look in the direction you walk? You stumble and fall. You know, have you ever noticed when someone is driving and uh, they veer off to the left? You know why? Because they're looking that direction. Or if they veer off to the right, they're looking, their eyes are not on the road. I see that more now than ever before. You, uh, you drive down the road and half a dozen, uh, well, 
more than 50% of cars that drive down the road, there's a guy that pulls up beside you and he's got his phone in his hand. And, and, he, and he's looking at it. You say, what are you preaching about? I'm saying this. What happens is that person who's looking, not looking at the road, will make a mistake. That person who's not looking at the road will have a wreck. That per, not, that, not that those that look at the road never have a wreck. Not that those that ever... Yeah, but, the, but the illustration is, keep your eyes up there. Keep your eyes on the prize, as, as Paul tells us, to... He said, I press towards the mark. What's the mark? See, she took her eye off the mark. She took her eye off, off the item in which she should have been focusing towards was just following God. But she turned around, and the Bible says that she got turned to a pillar of salt. Now... What, well, what does that have to do with me? Where's your eyes? Where are my eyes? You know, especially in this time of a pandemic, where's my eyes? You know, church is important, but what you do on Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday are just as important as, as, as church. You say they are? Yes, because you need to have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Just coming to church on Sunday mornings or on Sunday, and maybe Sunday night and a Wednesday night here and there. Oh man, that, that's good enough. No, you need a daily dose of the Bible. You need a daily dose of the scriptures because you, you need a daily meal. I don't know about you, but I like more than just a couple meals a week. And that Bible is, is a portion that you get every day. That you, that, well, that you ought to get every day. You say, how are you getting out from this? Look, why did she take her eyes, why did she take her eyes off the front? Why did she take her eyes off of, off of, off of going forward? I don't know. I can't explain. All, all I know is that she wasn't following the Lord. She wasn't keeping her eyes toward the front. Let me ask you something. When, uh, when you come to an altar, when you leave, what are you supposed to leave behind? What are you supposed to leave behind? Your sin? Your problems? Your burdens? What's that song? Burdens are lifted at Calvary. 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 Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Why? Because he's the only one that can lift them. He's the only one that can take them. And why in the world was she looking back at a world that never gave her anything? Actually, she was looking back at a place that took her daughters, that took her sons-in-laws, and maybe even some grandkids and some, and I don't know, and her sheep and her auction and her, and her dog. Lot was a pretty wealthy guy. I mean, he had lots of animals and lots of things that he took with him to Sodom and Gomorrah, but he had to leave all that behind and left with nothing. Okay, so I, I want you to grab a hold of this and I'm going to be done. I, I, you take, and I want you to look at both women. The woman we looked at this morning, the mother, the mother of Sham, Ham, and Japheth. When she got done, when she got done following God, what'd she get? An ark full. When she was building that ark, what'd she have? Nothing. She didn't have all what she needed. She didn't have nothing. He was building the ark. When Lot's wife went to Sodom, what'd she have? She had everything. She had animals. She had daughters. She had all that she wanted. She had wealth. 
But when she left Sodom and Gomorrah, what'd she end with? What'd she end with? Nothing. It's completely two different stories, completely two different thoughts. But what happened is one followed God and one did not. You say, well, what are you saying? I'm saying this. Who are you going to follow? Yeah, and, and here's the greatest thing in all the world. It's your choice. Not one person can make you do it. You've got to make a personal choice to follow the Lord. You've got to make a personal choice to serve God. You've got to make a personal choice of what direction you Well, I'm, oh man, I got to look back. What did I leave behind? Did you see all those things I used to do? <laughs> man, man, I wish I could go do that because I used to do that. Man, that was so much fun. The life, hey, what's your, what's your choice? And I said this first this morning too. Jesus Christ came that you might have life and you might have it more abundantly. What happened at the end of, of uh, Lot's wife's death? Right before she died, what did she have? Nothing. What did Noah's wife have? She had her children. She had her daughters-in-laws. She had basically, uh, basically it was, she had everything that was on the world. You said everything? Yep. The only thing left on the world she had, she had access to was hers. Two different completely scenarios. But you say, what do you mean, Brother Trent? I mean this. Who are you following? Where are you headed? Don't look back. I don't want to go back to the world. There's nothing in the world for me. Not at all. Ain't nothing back there. Now, I'm going to read you this text. In Luke chapter 17 and verse number 32, he says, in verse number 31, he says, In the day he which shall be upon, upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. And then watch, verse 32, remember Lot's wife. And then he says, whosoever, sorry, I read the wrong verse. Verse number 33 is the verse I needed to read. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Always worried about saving your life. My life, my life's important. My life, my life. Huh? Or what is it? Remember Lot's wife. Remember Noah's wife. You make the decision. Two choices. Your choice to make. Well, that's my thought. I would hope that uh, I'm not, I'm not a mother. But I still have those two choices to make. Who will I follow? God? Or will I be back looking back? If you are a mother, who will you follow? God? Or will you be steady looking back? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for tonight. I pray that you'll bless our time, that you have blessed our time together. 
Lord, I thank you for everyone that's here. I thank you for everyone that's watching. I pray that you'd help us as we go about our way tonight. And I thank you for each mother that is listening, each mother that will listen. Thank you for the mothers that may never listen to this message. Lord, I thank you for them. Lord, I pray that you'll help me to be that Christian that gets my eyes focused on you and never looks back. We love you and we thank you for all that you've done. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. I thank you for listening tonight. I pray that you have been encouraged um, to look at yourself as a Christian, what you need to go, what you need to do. And uh, well, let's sing, uh, let's sing God is so good together. And uh, then Brother Blackie, if you would, would you mind dismissing us with a word of prayer? Let's sing God is so good. God is so good, God is so good, God is so good, He's so good to me. He answers prayers, He answers prayers, He Answers prayers. He answers prayers. He's so good to me. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. He's coming soon. He's coming. So good to me. Let's sing that first verse one more time. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to Aren't you thankful for God this evening? Well, Brother Blackie's going to dismiss us with a word of prayer. And thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Heavenly Father, we come to you for grace again this evening, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. We give you thanks and praise, Lord God, for this day and the blessings of it, Lord God. The day that you've given us for mother, called Mother's Day. Amen. I pray that you would bless each and every one, Lord God, in a very special way. Amen. We'll see y'all Wednesday night, 7 o'clock.